Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host, as always, Headphones Neil, bringing you my review for the 2016 video game Doom, which is, I guess, a reboot of the franchise to have a more modern look and feel of the game. So um, in my recent playthroughs, notably of Doom 1, 2, and Doom 64, this was the next step, uh, mostly because this story felt like a logical progression of the story that we saw in those prior three games. Um, Doom 3 was not necessarily a bad game, and I'm not going to give a review one way or the other because I haven't played it, but the game felt more like it was focused on the horror action side of things rather than the existing story of the Doom Slayer, the Doom Guy, and all that. But that's not to say that eventually I won't go and play the game just to see how it is. But looking at it now, the graphics, while good for the time, don't feel like they hold up as well. Um, especially when you watch videos comparing the um, character models. But like I said, neither that's neither here nor there. I haven't played the game, so I can't really say anything in general about Doom 3. So as far as Doom 2016 goes, it actually feels more like they merged all of the prior games into this reboot. So you get the story and um, characters and weapons from Doom 1 and 2. You kind of get a progression of what we saw in Doom 64 as far as jumping, uh, the character models as far, or not, not jumping, but the level aspect of it as far as puzzles go, navigation and all that. And then the technical achievements that they did accomplish in Doom 3. So all in all, that makes for Doom 2016 to be a very good game. Um, the story was also very well done. One of the notable things you do see is that you don't get the end chapter summaries cards like you did in Doom 1 and 2. Um, they kind of did away with that in Doom 64 as well, but in the case of this game, you do get the, the um, data cards that you pick up as you're progressing along, so that kind of acts as your background information on the various elements in the game and then you have um dr samuel hayden giving you general progress updates about um you know the mars base the hell portal um ardent the argent energy the argent portal um background information on olivia pierce and all of that so rather than having or so it kind of expands on the end chapter um, title cards that you would get in the form of general progress updates throughout the game 
And that kind of gives the game a more vast feel. Even though there's fewer levels in the game, you do it does feel like it's about as long as the rest of the games. Notably in Doom 1 and 2 where you have something like, I want to say like 32 levels or something like that. Whereas here, I think it was only like 10 to 16. It was a lot fewer levels than you're expecting. But because of the graphical achievements, it does feel a lot bit, um, bigger and expansive. Um, and then as far as the gameplay, as far as sorry, the rest of the visuals go, I did like the improvements. So it does have a very Doom 64 feel, but with a lot imp more improved graphics. So, you know, no, no more of the pixelation, the fire looks better, the uh, demons and um, the um, zombies and all of that look a lot better. So it's essentially Doom 64 cleaned up, um, but with the story of Doom 1 and 2, um, you're essentially playing that you're picking up the character of Do the Doom Slayer or the Doom guy who's brought back from hell. He's been kept in um, stasis um, by hell because of all the damage he's caused in prior iterations of the game. So all of that generally just works and playing through the game is good. It's nice to be able to have a more um, 360 degree um, ability to view around. So rather than the steady weapons focus straight and not accounting for and uh, not being able to move your weapon up and down, which was a technical limitation of the original games and they did what they could. So even though you're firing up, you're still firing in a straight line. But it was a good visual trickery to get that all figured out for the time but I'm glad that we can now move the weapons around in 360 degree turns um, there's now jumping and crouching so you do get um, that sort of technical or that sort of um, ability to um, move around um, I like that they introduced the idea of double jump so you can jump even further um, to cross various um, depths or various uh, longer distances so things like that and then they also introduced a weapon upgrade system so rather than so you start with the basic weapons but you can um, upgrade your weapons with you know um, autofocus um, better heat dissipation for the plasma gun um, a tri uh, rail gun a tri barrel rail gun things like that so I don't think it's necessarily imperative that you get all the upgrades, so if you watch my gameplay videos, I did get some of them, but um, even if you don't get through get all those upgrades, it is still possible to um, beat the game, uh, much like I did. Um, and that is due to the other, um, the change in how they presented the weapon, or the ammo and health pack updates, so there are various places you can get um, the weapon or ammunition and health pack um, boosts that are lying around, but they made the, cha the uh, chainsaw double purpose. So as part of the glory kill system, so you can use your weapon to um, kill a demon, not by, you know, for example, using the shotgun to shoot the demon, but you use the um, weapon to hit them with a gun uh, kind of like beat them to death and then that will populate um health uh, health boosts um if you do finish some of the rune trials one of them will allow for shield um or armor um boost the green shield thing to drop as well so you um there is that option as well um but that is an extra thing i didn't finish that one so I didn't use that, but there are those armor pickups available throughout the game, so you can. So it's not really something you miss. Um, but 
to finish with the original point, when you use the chainsaw to kill various demons, it will spawn extra ammunition which boosts to um, allow you to get a boost in your ammunition across all available weapons. So one of those things that you do have to manage because you do get a limited number of chainsaw uses because it runs on gas and they want to you know, mimic that. If you use the chainsaw once, you use one um, gallon of fuel or whatever. So you do have to be sparse, sparse with uh, how often you use a chainsaw. So if you're relatively maxed out on your um, ammunition, it's not necessarily a good idea to use your chainsaw. But if you do see that you're running low on ammunition, and you're towards the end of a level, which is probably the best time to use it, or you notice that it's getting really quiet, or you're running low on demons, the best thing to do is use your chainsaw then, so that way you get a boost in ammunition. Uh, some levels have it where they'll have extra ammunition sitting around, especially towards the end, and especially on the last level, but if you're going around and you notice that you have a lot of, if you have, you have a few of the weapons, you're running low on ammunition, that's the best time to use the chainsaw so that way you get a um, ammunition boost and you have more options to fight the demons especially if you're going to be fighting you know the hell knights the barons of hell the mancubus and things like that it's especially good to have you know extra ammunition in the plasma gun rocket launcher and things like that um so that's really the bulk of that um the hardest part the hardest level in the game, or hardest part of the game, I want to say, is still the Cyber Demon. And it's actually good that they presented his level first, although... story So story-wise, it worked that the Titans were after the Cyber Demon, but the fight with the Titans was actually easier than the Cyber Demon, and that's because the Cyber Demon fight was a two-part process, where you first defeat him to get rid of his arm, in the UAC base and then you go to hell and you have to fight him um, again right after. So fighting the cyber demon twice was a very difficult and grueling fight. You'll see in my gameplay videos that it took some time to figure out his pattern of attack on the second half. Um, part of it is is that I used the um, BFG 9000 an extra time more than I should have. So knowing going into that would have been, or knowing that going into the fight would have been, would have been nice where I would have used a fewer times in the first fight so I could save it in the second fight to uh, use a BFG then attack him with my other weapons to drop more ammo and health packs and things like that. But one of the things that it introduces is the ability to detect patterns in the attack to better defeat him and avoid those, his weapons and, the, and then ultimately defeat him. Um, using this tactic works well in the Titans fight later in the game because you do have to fight one of the Titans and it does have a shield which temporarily goes down so you have to arrange for that and then the Titan dies and splits into two but then doesn't have a shield so then you can do a massive um, all-out weapons attack on those two Titans and Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, defeat them, which is relatively easy compared to the cyber demon fight now that you know the pattern. And then this builds up into the final boss fight with the spider mastermind, which is a, also a particularly difficult fight just because it's the final boss. But it is a, probably about on par with the fight with the cyber demons in the second fight, just because the cyber demon or sorry, the spider mastermind has, does have a number of different weapons and tactics it uses along the lines of the cyber demon fight so recognizing its pattern makes it easy to use um sparsing the use of the bfg 9000 throughout the fight so um reading online it does look like they recommend using the bfg 9000 after you drained the spider masterminds and held it down to about 30 50 percent or less so you can get more um, health upgrades and uh, ammo up, um, boosts and things like that Especially since um, halfway through the fight, you do have to start avoiding these ice um, pick things that come out of the ground and electrical surges and things like that. So um, you do have to plan out your resources a lot more with the Spider Mastermind fight. But um, that's kind of why they have this um, Cyber Demon fight first, I guess. But because of the relative difficulty in fighting this um, cyber demon and the size of him, it feels like that fight would have been better or swapped with the Titans fight, where it feels like the Titans would have been easier to capture by UAC. Um, so having that fight first, uh, and this is probably the only change to the game I would make, is that having those that Titans fight first in place of the, for the cyber demon fight would have helped prepare for his fight and then having the cyber demon being be the titan to fight against um later in the game would have made for a very uh it feels like a, a better implementation of that fight and then having to deal with the uh, spider mastermind after that would have made it for a more dramatic fight because it feels like the titans fight was relatively easy 
compared to Cyber Demon and Spider Mastermind, whereas, and especially having them that fight so much later in the game felt kind of odd. So um, that's really the only change I would have had in the game. Um, so overall, if I was to grade the game, I would give it probably about an A minus to an A. Overall, it was a good game, very fun. I liked the various elements that they introduced with the double jump, um, the weapons upgrade, um, glory kills as far as using that form of method, form of it, killing your the demons to get ammo and uh, health upgrades. Um, I liked the little side quests as far as secrets having the doom guy to get um, weapons points, upgrades and things like that, um, upgrading your Praetor suit and all of that. Um, I like the little nods to um, the secret level, so or the Doom 1 and 2 level. So um, in each map of the game in Doom 2016, there's a lever that you have to pull. So if you find the lever then, and pull it, then you can go into a built-in version of a classic Doom level. So each level had that in the game. I only ended up finding one because it doesn't really progress the story much, but you do get, I guess, um, Praetor suit and weapons upgrade points for finding it. But um, if you do find the levels levers and pull them, you are transported to a version of the game or the classic levels in the game. So you can play, you know, the hangar level from Doom 1 um, and, the very, and that's the most notable one, of course, but there's various levels from the first two games built into Doom 2016, so I like that. Um, I like that one of the levels had a big old um, skeleton rock version of the Icon of Sin from Dune 2, so that was a pretty nifty thing. And if you do fire a rocket into the little rune that's in his forehead, then you will be able to get one of the Doom Guy um, dolls and um, you can get a weapons point upgrade there as well. So that's a nifty little thing. Um, people were saying that it does play the same message um, that is played from Doom 2 that's in reverse, I guess. But I, I kind of heard something, but I couldn't quite make it out as far as what it... Um, if it was the same or something, it did feel like it was kind of one of those demonic um, um, sayings or quotes or something like that. But I, I mean, it, so I guess it was that, but I wasn't quite sure if it actually was or was not. So um, that was that's something to um, look into, but just a nifty little um, Easter egg if you do play the game. Um, so that's really all there is for this review. So overall, I do recommend playing it. Um, I do now want to play Doom Eternal to see how they deal with the sequel as a sequel to implement the uh, new story arc as far as all of that goes. Um, and reading it, I do see uh, reading online, I do see that Doom did see that Doom Eternal see, seems like it improved a lot on the mechanics we saw in Doom 2016 and improves on um, like the story, weapon system, navigation, and all of that stuff. So I kind of do not want to play that as well. Um, so that's potentially a future review. I'm looking at a couple of other games to play first to kind of take a break between Doom games. But um, overall, I recommend Doom 2016. It's a good reboot in the franchise. Um, for now, I'm going to give a tentative skip to Doom 3, but if you do want to be a completionist, um, definitely do play that as well. Thinking about it by reading the plot of Doom 3, it feels more like a prequel to the Doom franchise than 
it does um, a sequel to Doom 1, 2, and 64. So it's one of those things where if you, I guess if you play Doom 3 first between, before any of the other games, it introduces us to UAC, the Doom guy, his fight with Hell and why he's so important, and then the rest of the stories seem to make sense after that. So that's kind of my um, tentative um, bird's eye view of that particular story. So all in all, Doom 2016, a good game, a good homage to the first two games in the franchise definitely worth playing and I enjoyed playing it quite a bit so like I said I gave it a grade of about an A to A minus good visuals good gameplay good story and all in all a fun game so that's all there is for this particular review thanks for tuning in and if you have any questions comments feedback or anything like that you can comment on this post on twitter at pateln01 the website is headphonesneal.reviews for past episodes, subscription links, supporting the show, and all of that good stuff. And of course, as a patron to the show, you'll get bonus content for upcoming content, progress updates on things, and things like that. Um, of course, you can comment on or you get subscribed and get that content and the commercial-free version of the um, episode at patreon.com slash pateln01. But thanks for tuning into this particular episode, and until next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.